can feel it down in my plums. When I hear a sound, I rap at the door, my young son Gabriel walks in. My wife says, no, Gabriel, leave. I said, no, let the boy watch. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. The way he learned from his father. <laughs> Let the boy watch. The way he learned from his father. Welcome back to Let the Boys Watch, an entertainment podcast brought to you by Going Great Productions. I am one of your hosts. My name is Robbie. And on this week's episode, there was no poll. It was Ryan's choice because it was Ryan's birthday. Happy birthday. Thank Happy you. Happy birthday. I thought it was Thank tomorrow. It's quite all right. No. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so Ryan chose the 1992 comedy My Cousin Vinny directed by Jonathan Lynn written by Dale Launer starring Joe Pesci, Marissa Tomei Ralph Macchio Mitchell Whitfield Fred Gwynn, Lane Smith and Bruce McGill alongside me is a man who seemingly forgets everybody's birthday because <laughs> it's true, cousin Benny, you're a naughty boy. How you feeling? I'm doing good, Robbie. How you doing? Doing good. How you doing? <laughs> doing good. <laughs> and alongside us is the birthday boy. Like we said, happy birthday, Ryan. Thank Ryan, you. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Robbie? Good. Could be better. Could be a zillionaire. Could be worse. Could be dead. Yeah. Could be on trial for murder in Alabama. <laughs> Stealing a can of tuna. That's right. <laughs> I shot the clerk. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, so yeah, like Robbie said, this is Let the Boys Watch, um, where we watch typically, I should say, typically watch movies where one or all of us have not seen it, and then we talk about it. But the past two weeks... It's been birthday season, so we picked movies that we both really liked. Um, last week was Robbie's Choice, so if you missed that one, go check it out. Very good episode, of course. And then this week, my choice, um, and hopefully it's as good. We'll see. Um, before we get into all that, please follow us on Instagram. Follow us on your favorite podcast provider and send us an email. And I believe we did get one email this week. We sure did. Uh, it came from our good friend, friend of the pod, uh, friend in real life, Kenny. He titled his email stuff about movies. He touched on our fantasy movie draft. Uh, if you missed that, it was in the, our episode called the plummies 2023. So check that out. Uh, we, are always accepting applications for your your movie draft. So Kenny starts, dear the boys, that's us. Just <laughs> catching up on some episodes the past couple of weeks and wanted to start off with, it was great seeing you guys about a month back. For the record, I didn't leave because Benny decided to pick up a full pint glass of water and throw it across the table at me unprovoked, which was a pretty weird move to say the least. Again, I'm sorry, Kenny. Uh, I know you boys probably don't get to hang out in person often and wanted to let you get back to catching up. That said, I would love to hop on and talk about some movies again soon. Maybe we should figure out when Kenny's birthday is and make him have a birthday pick. Uh, and if it's far away, we'll just have him pick another movie for for the shits and giggles. The S's and giggles. 
<laughs> so I was listening to the plummies and would give you guys all A's. I want to see each one of those films. Robbie's film is going to solidify the three-peat dynasty status for Leo and Kate. Watch Revolution Road if you've never seen it. Have you guys seen that movie? I have. Quick uh, estimated plum score. Robbie, you said you have or you haven't? I haven't. Um, mm, quick, I, I haven't watched in a while. I'll go 8.1. I remember liking it a lot. Okay. Uh, Betty has the biggest one. Better two. than Titanic for me. I'm sorry. Titanic really? stinks. Yeah. Uh, I'm over Titanic has... stinks. Who isn't? I mean, two cassettes. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Betty has the biggest one, too, with Kate and Daniel Day-Lewis. Would love to see what Nolan would do with that. And Ryan has the potential for indie gold slash cult film that he would have probably loved when he was a younger, cooler guy. Me, too. Uh, wanted to try my hand, so this is what I came up with. Lead actor, my all-time favorite, the stoically cool movie star who could act, too, Paul Newman. Nice. I wanted to pair him with Natalie Portman, but I'm not repeating anyone you guys mentioned. So I'm going Jessica Chastain, sexy and tough. She would be perfect next to Mr. Newman. Going toe to toe and holding her own. For supporting actor, I had Sam Rockwell in my head the whole time, adding some fun antics to the crew, but he was taken. I think I have the worst memory. He was taken and it was controversial. <laughs> controversial. It was controversial. My uh, feelings so he... were hurt. <laughs> <laughs> He's only just getting over it now. Uh, uh, I'm not so... over it. I'm still hurting. I was giving you credit, babe. Oh, thank you. Uh, so he's going Mark Ruffalo Ugh, Mark Ruffalo as I mumble mouth through this email uh, this is definitely going to be a movie about gaming the system or uh, conning the wealthy elite or something and after seeing poor things Mark would make a great funny slimy company man trying to thwart the efforts of the leads uh, Mark Ruffalo fantastic in poor things by the way I'm editorializing here um, where did I go uh, supporting actress, Julianne Moore. She's never turned in a bad performance. Two redheads in one movie. Is that legal? Character actor, famed director, Benny Safdie. I can't wait to listen to your Uncut Gems episode. Catch up, please, Ken. Come on, what are we doing? Uh, between his bit parts in Licorice Pizza, Oppenheimer, and The Curse, I'm blown away at how engrossed of a performance he turns in for director. Uh, his director is Derek Cianfrance. Did I say that right? I think so. He's, he's the one, he did Blue Valentine. Uh, okay. This movie isn't winning any awards, but it's going to be as cool as fuck. Writer, you don't know him yet. A complete unknown. He's some pretentious trust fund kid from Connecticut that graduated from NYU film school last year. But he's got a hell of a script, and everyone really is excited about to start shooting it. I think he's maybe talking about himself. Uh, composer, I know he was mentioned, but I don't think anyone took him. Cliff Martinez. That's all I got. Oh, by the way, also in Benny's defense, I think that it that was the night it was pouring out. So I was already drenched before he physically assaulted me with that glass of water. So it wasn't that bad at all. Barely got me. Sorry, Benny. Uh, again, Kenny, apologies. I mean, I'm willing to give up my spot on the podcast for you. If that will make you happy, I don't know. Buy a, a bucket of chicken wings, whatever you need. I'll make I'll make it up to you somehow. So are you saying that a spot on this pod is 
equal to a bucket of chicken wings. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, they both got they both get as many likes on YouTube, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen a bucket of chicken wings get a two star review. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you for your draft picks. We love it. Uh, would be a cool movie. Yeah, Ken, thanks for writing in. Like Benny said, um, you know, we're always taking drafts. So if you got something and you're like, ah, that was weeks ago, send it in. Or send us an email about this week's episode, next week's episode, four episodes ago, whatever you want. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thanks, Kenny. So, boys, so my youths, what do you think? Should we get into this fantastic film yes i would love to all right um now normally uh we would do maybe anyone who hasn't seen it like what they were thinking going into it but we all we've all seen this movie uh benny was the closest who did not because he kind of saw it split up so maybe start with you benny if you have anything like um going into it but uh just go into your general impressions yeah, so I actually, this is another one of those movies where I thought I saw way more of it than I actually did. Um, <laughs> because really, the only thing I guess I've I've seen is The Trial. Um, but I've seen, actually, I won't even say that because I don't even remember The Stuttering Attorney, which was hilarious. Um, so, yeah, I went into this one, obviously knowing how it ended, um, but not how it was all set up. Uh, so, yeah, I was on the edge of my seat for the first half of the movie. Mr. Tipton. <laughs> Robbie, what about your general impressions? I don't know, because I saw it a long time ago, so it's been it's been a while, but uh, I think it's a, a hilarious movie. I was laughing, you know, nonstop last night. So I thought it was, um, it held up really well. So, I mean, Joe Pesci was phenomenal in this movie so it was Marissa Tomei and all the uh cast of characters were good too so it was nice to uh you know watch it again and have some lols but yeah I mean it's been a bit since I watched it. I couldn't tell you last time I watched it but I was I was glad I watched it because I definitely enjoyed uh enjoyed this movie yeah I mean I I don't know how many times I've watched this movie but it's gotta be it's got to be over 50 probably i've seen this movie so many times um especially it's one we my wife and i like a lot of the same things but not let me rephrase that we tolerate a lot of the same things but we like really love a few things the same and my cousin Vinny is one of those movies that we both really love that we would watch anytime multiple times even in a in the same week um so again i've seen it so many times and one of my favorite things to do in real life is pepper in uh my cousin Vinny quotes out of context like at work and stuff and see if people catch on to it um so uh, one of my favorites is i forget what i use it for but i'll say like yeah the whole store had the flu and <laughs> I have yet to have someone be like my cousin Vinny and I'm waiting for it. If anyone, if anyone catches it, I'll give you $20 probably. I write out of my oh, wallet. Shit. Yeah. All right. I'll um, be on the lookout now. 
Yeah, for real. No, it's it's is it the best movie ever made? No, of course not. Um, you know, there's it's it's a comedy. It's like kind of corny at parts. Um, but like Robbie said, it does hold up really well, even though it was made, you know, how many years ago? Um, and it's super nostalgic. You know, a lot of my friends growing up really liked it. We quoted it at each other all the time. Um, and like I said, my wife likes it a lot. So it's something we can, you know, throw at each other here and there. So, yeah, uh, it's one of my, one of my favorite movies. Again, it's, it's not the best movie ever made, but it's definitely like, might be my top in my top five i think it's i love this movie everything makes me laugh even the stupid little things i'm uh i'm just glad that i really don't have a cousin named Vinny because between <laughs> benny and the jets sopranos jersey shore i i've probably checked off every single one of the Italian stereotypes. So if, if I had a cousin Vinny too, and I ever said the words, my cousin Vinny, it would, it, that would just been it. I would have had to get an, even more gold chains and only wear wife beaters for the rest of my life. <laughs> probably. Do you like as a full blooded Italian, you guys like, do you find a it doesn't have to be my cousin Vinny specifically, but do you ever find like some of those things you mentioned, like to be off putting because of like, like, do you think like they, I don't know. I'm not sure really exactly what I'm asking, but like, do you think that they are using Italian culture for their gain? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't even really know what I'm asking, but like, do you ever see something and you're just like, Ugh, like, come on. Rob, you want to go? Not really. I, no. I don't. Nothing that really doesn't offend me. Um, I don't really care because I think everybody wants to be Italian, so they they want to they want to make fun of us. They can make fun of us. They can kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. I, the, I, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and the things that Benny just mentioned are all like really good. You know, my cousin Vinny Sopranos, etc. Um, so sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah. No. I mean, I I don't get bent out of shape about it but i definitely get annoyed like especially with the whole jersey shore thing like that annoyed me so much and that was around the time i think that the sopranos came out and i didn't i still haven't watched the sopranos this day i'm I'm not holding a grudge against it anymore but i remember when it first came out i was like no i'm not doing it i'm not getting involved in another one of these like italian stereotype like it's just so obnoxious and that's, you know, all everybody, all anybody ever leans on when it comes to Italians. It's either mafia or, you know, Guidos from the Jersey Shore. So I was like, I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I- I'm definitely over it now, but for a while it would annoy me. Yeah. And I wonder if it's I-, I don't know if it's as much as it's Italian. I mean, they are Italian as it's New York in like a rural area or in the South or whatever. So I'd be curious. We can see who listens. I know some of you in other States listen to the show right in. Let us know. What do you think about, you know, the New Yorker in a fish out of water story? Is it good? <laughs> Does it seem stupid? I don't know. I'm curious. Is that, is that exactly what you think New Yorkers are like? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, have you ever gone anywhere, especially when you were younger and out and people were like, not shocked, but just like taken aback by your accent. 
yes, a hundred percent. When I went to school in Arizona, a million percent, people would always like give you a side eye or you said coffee or water or something like that. Or daughter was the big one. Uh, people would go nuts How do they over say it. it. Daughter. Yeah, I know. Uh, like D-O-T-T-E-R. Um, <laughs> but I think when I was in L.A., it was I definitely got I because I think people are used to New Yorkers there, but they still kind of enjoy it when one of them's like, you know, I guess it, that that was more of the Italian New Yorker thing in Arizona. It was more like, oh, he's a New Yorker in L.A. It was like, oh, he's an Italian New Yorker. And that was a lot of like. Oh, is Jersey Shore real? Do you know anybody like that? And then, you know, of course, all the accent stuff. So, yeah, never felt like a fish out of water, but definitely had uh, jokes thrown my way. And I, I always remember my sarc. I, I had to dial back the sarcasm big time. People don't take it the same. No, because I remember I was working at an Apple store and there'd be a lot of times where you'd have meetings, not meetings, but like quick huddles with a bunch of people before a shift. Hey, something happened. We all need to talk about it. And I would be throwing out like sarcastic comments, not like, you know, the annoying person in the room, but it would just complete silence and people like looking at me like I had 10 heads. I was, it took me a little bit to to dial back the sarcasm there. Um, all right. Uh, so I'm sorry for that aside. Um, let's get into ratings. Do it. Um, all right. I mean, I just like Robbie last week, I'm going to go quick 10 for me. Uh, again, is it the best movie ever made? No, but it's one of my favorite pers personal favorites. So I'm giving it a 10. Robbie. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine. Uh, it's not the greatest movie of all time, but it's definitely funny. It definitely holds up, and I definitely enjoy watching it. It's something I could watch over and over again. So it's one of my favorite comedies of all time. So I'm going to give it a nine. For me, um, I really enjoyed it like a lot, a lot. Uh, there was definitely a lot of laugh out loud moments. There were a lot of like even like subtle things. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll get into it later, but uh, before, so I don't forget. I mean, I and I enjoyed when the prosecutor was giving his opening speech and he i forget what the word was i think it was verdict but he was like like our ancestors all said and it just cuts to the black people i just <laughs> thought that that was hilarious um yeah so but there are a couple things in the movie that annoyed me i mean mainly ralph macchio uh but a high mark for me <laughs> i'm going i'm going 9.2 on this one just because for what it is it's fantastic. And did it 100% hold up? No. But did it hold up really well? Absolutely. Um, and you just don't see comedies like this anymore. Uh, so it was fantastic to watch. And especially since it felt like, you know, a first watch through for me. So 9.2. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely, I think it's, yeah, one of those films that, um, if you're watching it for the first time ever in 2024, maybe it's not as good. I, I I don't know. But again, it's so nostalgic for me. I'm like waiting every second for like the next line. I'm like, this line's funny. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait. 
um all right uh let's do characters first let's do favorite characters first and um i will defer to you guys so you guys can pick uh you one of you pick first let's let robbie started off uh i'm gonna go with marissa tomei as my favorite character uh she obviously won an academy award for this role um everything about her was was great i mean i could go chalk and go joe pesci of course but she's the one that held joe pesci together put up with all his antics uh was a loyal fiance to him um stuck by him and ultimately in the end you know helped crack the case and and win the case for for uh for uh what's his name joe pesci so i i enjoyed her character so much um she was great in it she's smoking hot um she's the best and yeah uh I'll give my props to uh, Mona Lisa and Marissa uh, Tomei. Yeah, that, I mean that was going to be my pick as well. It, it's just it's she's fantastic. I by far far and away uh, easy best, but ten out of ten on the tachometer, ten out of ten on the <laughs> plumometer. Every like she's just fantastic in this movie. She has the best lines. I feel like in the movie, um, you know, I, I'm I'm going to hold off on one of them because I think it's going to be my favorite scene if nobody else takes it um but yeah she's just fantastic in this movie and somehow like getting better looking as she gets older uh but i will go chalk on my pick because i think ryan is going to want to take a niche character and i think i know who it's going to be so i'll <laughs> let him have it uh and i'm going to go joe pesci just because amazing like he's it's it's a comedy but there's like such a range from him in this movie like he has his serious moments he has his slapstick moments he has his wise but no uh moments he's all over the place in this movie and he just knocks it out of the park all you know the whole time the only thing i i will give him a knock on and i don't know if it's 100 percent his fault but the wig terrible this is a terrible wig uh and the the tape that he had pulling his eyes back <laughs> which in, in HD you could see like super clearly now. I was like distracted by that so many times in his scenes, but I mean, he's just fantastic. There's just so many moments from the movie. And even though I think Marissa Tomei is far, far and away the best character in this movie, Joe Pesci's nothing to sneeze at in this one. And he, he was fantastic too. Yeah. They were both so good. It's you were talking about the, like the wig or whatever. What what takes me out of it a little bit is the fact that he is almost 60 years old in this movie and she is under 30. So yeah. the fact that they're together is shocking to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I think. I think that they pulled his eyes back to, to make him look make a little bit younger. younger. Yeah. But uh, hey, I mean, it, it was a 90s man, late 80s, early 90s. Like that probably played a lot better on TV and like you know, whatever they were showing the movies on back in the day. Like now it's been like upscaled and like, you know, you get an almost HD version of the movie and you see everything. That's true. I didn't think of that. Um, Yeah. I'm curious what you think the character I'm going to pick is. Um, There's so many, like every character in this, just about all the witnesses I love. I love the prosecutor. I love the judge, the sheriff, the the 
Oh, almost did it. The one of my favorite characters is <laughs> is the dude who's like the court officer, and he leads Marissa Tomei down. Just so yeah. he walks so funny. Every time he comes on, I say to Katie, I'm like, that dude's crowning achievement of life was holding Marissa Tomei's <laughs> arm. I bet he still talks about it. Uh, uh, I would be. Oh, I, I, st- I would too. Um, I guess I'll go with the judge. I mean, again, nailed you nailed it. it. Did you nail it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially for his voice. I love his voice. You know, Mr. Whatever his name is, Mr. Monster. Um, and just like his reactions to things and the way he would say things. Um, yeah, I don't think you do. <laughs> so many things he would say were just so funny. Um, but like I said, I mean, I could go Ani Menches all up the play all over the place, but I'd like to hear your guys's um before I just name everybody. Yeah, I mean, my Ani Mench, if you didn't pick him, was was gonna be the judge. Just the per- the perfect casting for so for good. for this movie. Um but yeah, I gotta go Lane Smith as Jim Trotter. Uh, you Mr. know, the Trotter. attorney. He, yeah, he was just on another level, man. And I love how he played it too. Like he was so animated and goofy. I love how his character didn't necessarily hate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he didn't nece- <laughs> uh he didn't necessarily hate Minnie. But, you know, he also was just doing his job and yeah. gives him props at the end of the movie. He was just great. Nah, he's good. And he wasn't he also the the coach of the Hawks and Mighty Ducks? Was he? I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, he was Coach Riley. Wow. Yeah. Nah, he, yeah, I he like does. him. He's good. He's got another good voice. I like it. I love a good voice. I think, Robbie, did you bring that up like last episode or two episodes ago? Someone's voice that you really liked? Like, I love a good voice. Uh, I think it was the lawyer in Social Network. Yes. Yeah. No, nah, good voice. My voice stinks, so I love a good voice. Yeah. He perfect voice perfect for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Just three guys that hate their voice. Ugh. Uh, Robbie, you got any Ani Menches? Uh, uh, what's his name? I'll go with uh, the Sheriff Farley, Bruce McGill. Thought he was That's good. Awesome. I liked his little redemption story at the end, helping out uh, Joe Pesci. Um, yeah, he was good. I forgot what, what else he's in, but I uh, I enjoy him. He was he was he was definitely one of my favorite characters. Pretty sure he was in uh, Animal House. He's been a lot. He of was. Stuff. Yeah, he was D-Day in Animal House. But yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, I like him too. Oh, he was also in that terrible, no good, dirty American underdog about Kurt Warner. <laughs> that movie was oh, so no. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've like flipped on HBO at my dad's house and like oh. that movie was on. And it was just hilarious. Bad. Um, I know you mentioned that bailiff having his moment in time. Yeah. That reminded me of a story that I stopped telling, but I should be telling it more. Please. Is one, one time I touched Holly Berry's hands. What? 
Yes, she. I was in LA. Okay. My mom came out uh, with my sister, and she loves a talk show. This woman, she loves talk shows. Um, we went to see James Corden, and the, one of the one of the guests was Halle Berry. Okay. Came down, she's high five everybody's hand, threw the hand out. She touched my hand, Halle uh -huh. Berry. Yeah, nice. yeah. So you know, I, I still haven't washed my hand. I was gonna say I know we're we're trying to be clean lately, but did you use that hand? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I had to switch. I had to switch it up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and to this day, <laughs> that's my hand of choice. Oh my god. Um, couple. Uh, just. Uh, I mean, I I'll go with. The three witnesses, I love them. Mr. Tipton, uh, who whose phys physics cease to exist on his stove. Uh, Miss <laughs> Riley, who can't see anything. And what the hell is the other guy's name? Uh, Ernie Crane. Just because of one line he says that makes me lose it every time. House and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> House oh, and man. the he, way Joe Pesci is repeating what he says is so good. Yeah. That whole I mean, is one of the best lines of the film is when he's like, Oh, what are these big things? And he, he's just he's sitting there thinking, and, and Pesci just goes, Don't be afraid to just shout him out when you know. Yeah. <laughs> Trees. <laughs> what are these thousands of little things all over him? <laughs> oh good. Um so yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone, a lot of other people are great, but I'll keep it there. We don't have to name every single character. Um, let's move on to least favorite characters. Anyone want to go first? You pick. It's your day. Mm. Robbie, go first, please. I'm going to go Bill Gambini, Ralph Macchio. I hate Ralph Macchio. I hate his mustache in this movie. I hate everything about him in this movie. He's a terrible <laughs> actor, and I'm ashamed that he's from Long Island. So my pick is Ralph Macchio. It's Bill Gambini. I can't stand him. <laughs> Vinny Bag of Donuts. Oh, the worst. Can't stand him. The worst. He's just being the quintessential Gambini. <laughs> he sucks. That was going to be my pick. Yeah, no, he does. Uh, do you need a minute to think? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I'm going to go with um, the guy who gets shot, Jimmy Willis. Mm. And for the first time ever, I didn't never realize this. But when we were watching it last night or two nights ago, he not that he deserves to get shot, of course, but he was a dick, it, a D to... Um, the two kids, uh, whatever their names are, I forget. Yeah, Bill. Like and he didn't fill Frank. up the he didn't fill up his drink, so maybe that's what happened with the other two guys. He was being a jerk, and there was a disagreement, and he got shot for being a jerk, not filling up his icy all the way or whatever. So you're saying he deserved it? I'm not saying he deserved it. I'm saying maybe he instigated it. Mm, I think he's saying he got what he asked for. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Uh I'm gonna steal one of your Ani mentions for favorite characters and say Please. he was my least favorite character, and that's Sam Timpton. And not because 
the performance was bad, but just how, you know, all, all the other people had reasons for their misremembering or bad testimony. Poor old woman couldn't see. Um, and she's probably too sweet. She's like, I don't want to bother anybody getting another eye exam. Uh, the other one, dumb as rocks. I mean, it yeah. took him 15 minutes to figure out what a tree was. Um, but Sam, very cocky. Very oh. cocky. Yeah, he was. Yeah, agree. Please. I mean, he says he can make breakfast in five minutes. And you know what? I bet Sam was using instant grits. Probably. He looks lazy. And Yeah. And he was he, he was afraid to admit it. And he played right into yeah he played right into Vinny's hands, um, so for, for the absolute hubris and arrogance, uh, it, it's it's misattempted for me. I I don't like him. How can you say that Constant Riley was a sweet old lady when she basically almost put these two people in jail because <laughs> well, of her eyesight? I mean, I, I mean listen, come on. I feel bad for stan but macho would it have been so bad imagine that was you not <laughs> innocent and some idiot lady with stupid eyes <laughs> basically confessed that you were the killer would she be sweet she would not have been sweet i think i i think it's more of the macho thing for me but also hers was the easily easiest to prove that she didn't know what the heck she was talking about so i'll let it slide well, she shouldn't be on the stand then. That's called she one on one. Yeah. Unreliable and witness. Exactly. And our guy Vinny figured that out and exploited it. So she gets away with it on account of she got caught. Yeah, she's my least she's one of my least favorite characters. <laughs> I think I mean all three of them, Robbie. All three of them are are jerks. They're all Fingering the two guys from New York because they're out of towners. I mean, the prosecutor thinks he's got a slam dunk case because three different people are like, yup, those two dudes with that car did it. All garbage witnesses. I think in that in that case, I mean, we could say the worst of all of them, regardless of his little um, comeback at the end of the movie with Sheriff Farley. Yeah, because he he was in you know a, a position of authority, and he was a hundred percent sold that these two guys did it. That's true. Like he, when he says, "What?" Even though he's annoying, when Ralph Macchio says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa," we don't we don't have a gun. Like we, I thought you were talking about tuna. Like he's not going to then investigate. They just automatically were like, "Yep, these two two Yankee wusses from New York, definitely them." Yeah. Give me one second. My headphones are freaking out. Please continue, please. Okay. Um. All right. Well, then let's move on to uh, scenes. I guess we'll keep going with favorite. Uh, Benny, if you need to have us pause, let me know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. I guess I'll go first. Favorite scene. Um. I'm going to leave chalk on the board because my favorite scene I'm going to pick here is really stupid. So when they first get into town and he gets thrown in jail for the, you know, in the beginning, 
when he doesn't know what he's doing. And they go to the barbecue place to get food. That MFer was dipping his corn in Yes, beans. I noticed that. I noticed that. And every but every time I love it. <laughs> I just think it's so weird, but but I love it at the same time. It's so <laughs> To be, you know what? To be fair, I feel like I would have done something similar, but I probably would have dipped it in the barbecue sauce, right? But hey, listen, I, you know, I'm a man. You know, they call me the king of condiments, and who am I? Who am I to knock somebody on their condiment choice? I don't know. It always sticks out to me. There's so many good scenes, so I picked a stupid one. Um, but that, yeah, that one. Every time I'm like, what could I be doing? <laughs> Oh, man. Who's next? Rob, you want to go? Benny, you can go. Uh, I'm going to leave Chalk on the board as well and say my favorite scene was when Vinny gets back from the hunting trip with the files. <laughs> and he's so like, he's so like pumped that he was able to get all the files. And Marissa Tomei is just reeling him in, reeling him in, and just goes, yeah, it's called disclosure, dickhead. <laughs> Best line of the whole movie. I loved it. I love how she's, you know, she's messing with him in that scene and just how how amazing she is at just knocking Vinny down a peg, whether it's, you know, when he needs, he feels like he needs to pick me up or when he's riding high, she's always there with the knife and just ready to take him down a peg. But at the same time, she's also always there for him um, and his is his number one supporter. But, you know, I feel like that's me to a T. Like, I'll I'll definitely throw a jab in. But at the end of the day, I'm the one in your corner. But I, I just love that scene because I love that interaction between the two of them. The scene like before he goes hunting is great, too, with her. But. I don't want to yeah, steal please, scenes please. just in case. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Robbie. please. Be quiet, please. I, I know. I have a tr I have trouble with that. We know this. <laughs> um, my favorite scene isn't a, you know, chalk scene, but it's a scene that made me laugh so hard last night. And it's when they're out to lunch when the judge finds out that Jerry Gallo is abs actually dead and they're out to lunch and he's going through the pitches. Uh, Joe Pesci's going to the pictures and he gets to the picture <laughs> of him in the shower. <laughs> and he goes, oh, look, you cracked the case. He goes, Me in the shower. And the picture of him in, in the shower. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just, <laughs> I can't stop. But his dumb face with the half of the curtain over his chest and his, and his horrible wig. I mean... It's just amazing. It's it's really hysterical. I was dying laughing last night that I had to stop uh, watching. I had to put it on pause because he's just amazing in that scene, and it just comes full circle at the end with the with the tire marks. That and the oh, and you got this picture for, of me from behind, as if I didn't feel <laughs> bad enough already. <laughs> Thank you. He's like, oh, it's dog poop. That'll intimidate Trotter. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's uh, a great scene. So good. Um, I think there was, there's a pic, we probably should have used that picture for, for something on like Instagram. But yeah, that's, that scene is so funny 
when he's doing that. That's it. You did it. That is it. And she just leaves. <laughs> but like you said, she's still in his corner. She's calling Judge Malloy while she's all pissed off at him, letting uh, him know to, you know, say Jerry Callow is a good lawyer or whatever she told him. I, I love it's that. Whole, to die. It's yeah. true. I love that whole cat and mouse game between him and the judge about like his identity. <laughs> and when, you know, that when he gets called out on Joey Gallo, he's right there with the Joey. I said, Joey Callow. C-A-L-L-O. <laughs> and just the look of bewilderment on the judge's face. He He's so the judge is just so good in this movie. Last thing he ever did, he died shortly after his yeah. movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way he says. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll settle this right now. <laughs> Someone said, I don't know if it was, I think it was uh, Roger Ebert said that he, the judge was the great Dane to uh, Joe Pesci's like pit bull or terrier or something like that. And it's just the perfect analogy of those two. Yeah. This is not a forum to be cavalier. Um. Anyone have Ani Mentis? Go ahead. Do it, Ryan. I mean, yeah, we got to the, the the trial. Like, I know it spans a good portion of the film, but, you know, it really heats up when the, the last the, the third act and it's, you know, Vinny, like starting to figure it out with the the little old lady that is not really so sweet. And then just you know, rides that through. And I remember the first time I saw it, I'm like, how's he going to do it? Like, what's going to happen? And then that, that whole, like seeing it for the first time, that whole thing with, um, the, um, tire tracks and, you know, the pods attraction and every, that's really, that's, I would say very clever, um, that she was just walking around taking pictures and it just so happens. Like, I don't know. I thought that was really good. So definitely the court scene. And I'm sure you guys all read this if you did anything before the show, but like that is a very well-made uh, courtroom uh, procedural. Like they they followed a lot of the rules of actual courts. I think the director graduated from somewhere fancy with a law degree and someone else. Uh, I think the judge has a degree from Harvard or something. So I watched... Um... No free ads, but do you ever see the Legal Eagle on YouTube? So he's this lawyer that breaks down like law and and courtroom stuff in Hollywood and like talks about, you know, is this feasible? Would this really happen? And he said that a lot of law schools will show clips from this movie because he said like the whole questioning he did with uh, the old lady was very good and the questioning he did with uh the grits was fantastic like just the way he you know he's setting him up for for questions and the way he asked specifically how he cooked his grits creamy al dente or regular because he knows how much each you know how long each one of those takes uh take and then he asked him so he can't then back out and say well i used instant grits or i cooked him al dente or something like that so 
he put all these people with his his questioning in corners that they couldn't then back out of. Um, so he said, yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of it's over, you know, over exaggerated, like you're not going to kiss someone's hands. You're not, you know, you're not going to do certain things to the exaggerated extent that they did. But um, yeah, he said that it, it, it's one of his favorite movies. He loves it. It's it, a lot of lawyers favorite movies um, just because, you know, it, it's done so well. Yeah, that's no, it's good. Um, you will appear loyally. Um, <laughs> Robbie, any Ani mentions for you? Oh uh, yeah, when he walks in with the suit he bought from the thrift, the thrift store, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the judge asking if, if he was on drugs. My, I mean, my grandfather uh, used to say that probably three to four times a day. Uh, asking everybody if they were on drugs in in the lawyer voice, so that was a nice little um, nice little scene that reminded me of him. So yeah, uh, him coming in with the <laughs> walking like Joe Pesci and coming in with that suit was was <laughs> hilarious. I mean, with there's the so many funny yeah, there's so many so many funny parts in this movie and so many good callbacks, like you were saying with the grits, like him not I'm not going to say anything, but him like the callback from the grit scene. Um, was was great so yeah i love that scene i mean we, we we talked about the the trial scene but you know we definitely have to specifically call out marissa tomei and the uh, you know and, and her figuring it out i thought not that i thought that they talked about it before but i i loved how it all comes to her in the moment, like she's pissed at him. She doesn't want to help him anymore. She hate, you know, I hate this man or whatever, whatever she says. <laughs> no, and I then, hate him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As he's asking her the questions, you see the light bulb go off in her head. And then she's like, so into it. And she has, you know, her speech and just, you know, the whole character from her is just, is just amazing. Yeah. Agree. Um, and then all, one of my favorite scenes is leading up to Robbie's Ani Mensch too, is the reason he had to wear that suit, the whole scene of them in that car. And then him, it makes me almost pee myself when he falls and is so the rage on his face is so strong, but he's just like, and then who puts the suit in the trunk? He's just like, everything goes wrong. It's so funny. And then they're just running around. He's like, I'll, you go take a shower. I'll go get your suit. And the other guy's like, I got your money. And he just super punches him. <laughs> he looks like a rag doll. <laughs> that, I mean, that's another great Ani Mensch too, is, is the scene where he goes and talks to the guy the first time about, you know, him stiffing Lisa with the, with the money. And yeah. just that whole interaction where he's like, so let me get this straight. Either <laughs> you beat the shit out of me or I beat the shit out of you and I get $200. Mm. Yeah. I think I'll go. <laughs> I do need a good ass kicking. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I'm going to go with option B. Yeah. And in between, <laughs> he's asking the guy, did you fall at your place or someone else's? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah, that was that whole interaction was just hilarious. Yeah, there's so many, so many good things. Um, the dead on balls accurate 
with the you know the thing and all the different hotels i i mean the whole again i i love this movie it's a 10 so like every scene almost is so good to me so funny so let's call out least favorite scenes who wants to start well i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in and steal least because robbie stole my least favorite character so i'll call out my least favorite ralph ralph macchio moment (laughs) uh is is during the whole confession scene where he he realizes oh i'm here for murder it's just the worst he's the worst acting when he's like wait what i'm here for murder (laughs) terrible terrible i hate you ralph macchio so much come on the pod if you want but even then we we might deny you but yeah no i don't want him on the pod all right good (laughs) probably uh my least favorite scene is looking at ralph macchio's mustache in the beginning when they first (laughs) comes on um he he stinks he ruins a movie for me i i can't stand him uh i couldn't even watch cobra kai because i wanted to jump to my screen and wring his neck uh again i'm ashamed that he's from long island he's the worst i can't stand him and from somebody that can't really grow that much facial hair i know my limitations and he should have knew his limitations because that mustache looked like it was just a pile of a pile of duty on his on his lip and I can't stand you, Ralph Masha. And don't come on the pod. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you guys kind of nailed it. I don't really have much else besides, you know, anything with Ralph Macchio. I mean, the the when they're getting pulled over annoys me because, like, Stan is, like, so annoying about it. He, like... Just like chill out, man. Like, be obviously once he pulls a shotgun on you, then it's time to panic. But like, just chill out. Why are you so anxious? Yeah, you stole a can of tuna. Like, big deal. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's like back in '92. Is probably like fourteen cents. I love how they're arguing over the can of beans. One was twenty-two cents, and the other was twenty-one. I was like, I don't know how good you have it. Oh my god. (laughs) Can of beans now is probably like three ninety nine easy. Oh, please, we were. I mean, Robbie and I were talking this weekend about the price of cereal. Oh. It's like eight dollars a box now. Like, what are we doing? Roof. Crazy, ridiculous. Spines America. Can you get you? And what get you peanut butter checks? Was it? Oh my god, the CEO man. of Kellogg say something like, "Poor people should eat cereal for dinner." Yeah. Okay. At eight dollars a box, sir. Yeah, please. And the boxes is the size of the little ones you used to get at the hotel. Anyway. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> um, R- RFK Junior, twenty twenty four. Oh, please. <laughs> JFK Junior, Junior. Oh, that that reminds me. I did watch Oppenheimer finally, and they mentioned they were talking about Kennedy at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, JFK. I'll I'll save my thoughts for when we when we do it. Um, where are we at? I I don't think there's any Ani matches because we didn't. We it's basically anything Ralph Macchio's in. So, um, I think our answers are probably be all the same. But is there anything you guys can think of to make this movie better? 
Uh, yeah, Stan gets off Macho in the clank for life. The life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't top that, Rob. You got anything? <laughs> uh, maybe cut cut the movie down a little bit. Uh, two hours seem kind of long for a comedy. Uh, so yeah, maybe that. That's really that. That's my only gripe, but it's a tiny gripe. I had to pick something. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think, I think the best thing that I can offer is recasting uh, Ralph Macchio, and maybe we'll do so in America's favorite game, working overtime, where we <laughs> cast Matt Damon in a part that exists or a part that we make up. So, gentlemen, please, one of you go first. Robbie, please lead us off. I don't. I, I'm. I'm. I'm scrambling. Please, you go. Okay. <clears throat> Give me uh, a young, virile, handsome, full beard wearing. Oh, Matt Damon as Vinny Gambini. I mean, not Vinny. Sorry, uh, Bill. <laughs> what kind of name is Bill anyway? For a, I know. A, I think that's a, a, well. Yeah. Uh, a self-respecting. Italian man, and uh, this this movie could have been seven hours because I would want to know how he's doing in in jail. I would want to know just way more about him. The the second the movie turned its attention from Bill to Vinny, the movie got a million times better. So if if Damon was in there in Bill's shoes, I would have been more invested in Bill's story. So get him in there, and I would love to see a young Matt Damon as Bill Gambini. Rob, you want a little more time? No, I got it. Give me a young, middle-aged, lean, mean, lawyer and machine graduated <laughs> from graduated from Harvard Law, uh, made his way down, down south to New York City. Give me Matt Damon as the real-life Jerry Callow, who nice. finds out that his identity <laughs> was stolen, and he goes down south. <laughs> to go mano a mano with the fake Jerry Callow. And then give me a give me a my cousin Vinny too, uh Callow's revenge. And we can just we can just go Damon verse Pesci for two hours. Just hijinks, antics. And who knows? Maybe Jerry Callow as Matt Damon steals Mona Lisa Vita. Nice. Elito's way. <laughs> um I should have went first. I can't top that. Uh I'm gonna go give me a a young college aged Matt Damon as Stan Rothenstein, Bill Gambini's friend, compatriot. Maybe. Maybe while they're in the jail cell, Stan can just beat the crap out of <laughs> <laughs> out of Bill, and then we don't have to hear about him anymore. And he's just like his, his jaw gets wired shut, and he just <laughs> is a mute for the rest of the of the film. Oh, we can only hope. <laughs> we can only hope. And accidentally, bean bag of donuts. <laughs> accidentally, 
Damon does it in real life. And yes. he goes to pull his punch, but he actually does it. Jacks up Macho's jaw. Stinks. It's an anti macho podcast. I know. Well, he stinks. Um anything else about one of my favorite movies of all time? I have uh a mea culpa and then a question for you. Please. So my mea culpa is we forgot the scene where Vinny gets to the jail for the first time. Uh, and there's that, <laughs> that misunderstanding. I did not come down here just to get Jade off. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was great. I love that. Um, and my question for you is, was this the movie that you had in your back pocket as your 10? Uh, it was one. There's technically one more. That's kind of in my back pocket, but I don't know if I'll ever suggest it because it was, I believe, maybe watched by you at some point for some other thing. I think. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, That. But yeah, this was this was in my back pocket, but I I almost pulled the trigger on um, on Hafa's like I, I was very close to doing that. And then I just I don't know switched i saw a hot fuzz meme the other day i guess because one of the lines is like oh uh when's your birthday and it was like the whatever day the the 21st what year every year every every year um what like what do you remember when you first saw this movie like what did you think did was it like an yeah was like an instant classic or was it one that you watch and it was good and then maybe watch it again, and it just kind of gained steam for um, you. I definitely watched it in high school. I didn't watch it when it first came out. Um, I, I mean, I was whatever ten when it came out. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched it because of my buddy Jimmy, um, and others. I think that just like quoted it and we're talking about it, and I was like, I've never seen it. We watched it, and you know, loved it ever since. I'm pretty sure that's when I saw it. So like late late nineties probably. But were your were your teenage plums on fire from Marissa Tomei? Oh my teen my teenage plums, <laughs> my twenty year old plums, my middle aged plums, my old plums will be forever on fire from Marissa Tomei. What was and this is a question for the three of us, her best outfit? Uh I have an answer already, but oh wait, no. I have two two tops. Okay. I'll say the first one is the um she it's like a blue shirt, but like see through. Yes, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I love that one. But I'll I'll hold the other one in case any of you want to pick it. Robbie, what was your top Marissa Tomei outfit? There's only movie? one. There's only one, and it's the biological clock jumpsuit. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. That's one, and that's one A, that's one B, and one C, and anything else yeah. is 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 nothing. Yes, I'll go with that. The backless uh, romper, a jace, I don't know, bodysuit, what you would call it, but yeah, that's got to be it. We didn't mention that one in favorite scenes for any matches. We're garbage. The, bi- the biological clock, yeah. She I, I love amazing. Go ahead, sorry. No, I, I just love to the and we're all guilty of that is just like dumping on somebody when it's just not the right time to do it. 
but the fact that she does it and then you know Vinny goes back at her she's like all right maybe it wasn't the best time <laughs> no robbie's right that's one a one b one c and then but she's amazing in that scene and then pesci is equally amazing in that scene because when he's like what else and he's like like doing this and then she's like he th- his whole speech there when he's like lisa i do not need this right now i got a judge just aching to throw me in jail giant loud whistles slaughtered pigs <laughs> the, you know the life of two men which i hold in my hands and you're my career your life our marriage is there any more stuff we could throw on the top of this and it's face when he does that (laughs) oh my goodness i I love you yeah um and i also love when she wears there's like a black thing she wears at one of the hotels (laughs) yeah that's uh, dude, just the just the outfits they're both wearing the first time you see them. Ridiculous. And again, another another great scene where she's like, "Yeah, you blend." Yeah, when they first roll up, magnetize. At least somewhere, you know, at least somewhere cowboy boots. How's their Chinese food? <laughs> so good. Um. All right. Any anything else for my cousin Vinny? I kind of thought this would be a quick one because it's a it's a great movie and it's really funny, but it's pretty it's surface level. It's not like super deep yeah. that we're gonna like talk a lot about it. But um, I'm really happy that you guys liked my pick. Um, you know, I definitely wouldn't want to ask you to watch something you didn't enjoy. So I'm glad uh, I'm glad my cousin Vinny was enjoyable for you guys. I know you, you liked it, but whatever. Great movie. Great freaking movie. <laughs> um all right uh well please let us know i'm sure we forgot something a good scene something about this movie ltbw podcast at gmail.com um we love you robbie tell him good night good night vinnie gambini did you say utes (laughs) hey ryan the two what Ryan, enjoy your birthday tomorrow, would you? Uh, thank you. You're, <laughs> you're always on top of everyone's birthdays. You know exactly no, when they are. I'm the best. Real stand-up guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a real piece of crap. <laughs> real loser. <laughs>